0: What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Miami here. Uh, Proud to announce we have a brand new sponsor that we're working on for a little bit. I'm very excited. Uh, Believe it or not, we are now officially sponsored by Manscaped. You heard that right—the company that specializes in taking care of uh, your ball sack. And you know, being that you know mine looks like two oranges and a tube sock, I'm very excited about their products. They sent us each a kit. We got the trimmer. Came with like two guards. Just so we're clear, I, I've always nickled and dimed myself with uh, with trimmers and stuff like that, whether it's for my beard, my back, my hairy ass, or my balls. And this one is um, so good. Uh, I didn't have to worry about cutting myself. I mean, I didn't. It's very easy to use. I really like that it. it has a light built into it right by the blade so you can see, especially if you're underway on a ship really hard to do that underway. We got the trimmer. We got the uh, nose hair trimmer. They call the weed whacker. We got some crop preserver, which is ball deodorant. We also got some ball toner. They also got a bunch of other stuff like uh, crop mop. They got a cleanser, a foot duster. They have cologne and they even have uh, like actual razors for like shaving your face. Um, we also got a t-shirt, underwear uh, and a spit kit. It's it's really, really good. And it's really great if you haven't tried it or you're looking for a better way to trim your balls. This is the ticket.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't bullshit you guys. In my opinion, this is the best products I've ever personally used in terms of manscaping. So head on over to manscape.com and use the discount code Sailor for twenty percent off your order. And tell them the disgruntled the sailor sent you. <laughs> The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. It's been a minute.
0: It's been a it's been like thirty days. A fucking minute is what it's been. I mean, it's um, actually been longer
1: because about... I looked back when when, it, when I schedule these episodes. It tells me like when the last one we recorded. The last one we actually recorded was like two months ago.
0: It was like October tenth or eleventh. Yeah,
1: that that. well, that's, like, that's when, it dropped, when we I think. dropped it. But we recorded it.
0: Before. Yeah. Well, um, we are dirtbags, and uh, I barely do my own job, let alone this side job, Um, and we've just been busy. Uh, Family stuff, Uh, the Coast Guard's been a real fucking piece of shit lately, Uh, so I've been pretty uh, pushed to the max, but we are here. So, uh, we're gonna get started. Um, Some admin things. We got, obviously, that's what we always do. First, we got some coins in. So you posted one of them, uh, which is the Station Key West coin, which I like. It's it's almost a generic Coast Guard coin, but it's not. It's like a it's what regular Coast Guard coins like thought think they want to be. Like, would you get like a presented by the commanding officer coin, and the officers go, "This is a good coin. This is what they really wanted to be." So it's it's a bigger coin than normal. It's a three inch coin. And on the front, um, it's got what appears to be a 25, which I love that they're still rocking the 25s. Uh, but it's got three engines on the back, so that might be a 33. I don't know what they have there, so but it, it might be a 33. I think they have 33s. You don't know, do you? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, the 25s only got two on the back. The 33 has three, so I'm just saying, because I'm a tactical boat expert... Um it's it's probably a 33 anyway and then I, I really like that they went with two cross shotguns uh, not a lot of everyone's like m4 50 cow or you know pot leaf or whatever they went with the shotguns because they do a lot of pursuit which is cool um, and then it's got the um, advanced boat forces pin underneath that and so the 33 is actually like raised like it's like two or three millimeters raised above the raised shotguns that's the face of the coin, so it's it's a thick boy. Um, and then on the back, it's got like a gloss, you know, like epoxy on it. it says Station Key West. There's a life ring going around it. it says Southernmost Lifesavers. It's got the Conqueror Public flag. Um, Southernmost Point buoy, the one that everyone goes take a picture. and It's got a hogfish on it. Really, really cool. Um, Thank you for sending that. Um, and then Boone sent us another one. Um, I forget the story of how he came to get these. Um, but it's the U.S. Coast Guard cutter Yamacra, Y A M A C R A W, and it's got this like looks like Theodore Roosevelt in the Commodore's hat on the front, um, Show it and you, it's kind of got like a.
1: Oh, that looks that looks rad. That does look like
0: Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, see, uh, and it kind of has a. It's got the, the picture of who I assume is the CEO or whoever this is about. And uh, it's got the the picture of the cutter, and it says U.S. Coast Guard Cutter Yamakura, and it's got like a like a pirate scroll. And on the back, it's oh yeah, that's what this was for. This was celebrating the hundredth anniversary of the um writing of Semper Paratus.
1: Oh, that's right. So.
0: Yeah, so it says Semper Paratus, 1922 to 2022, 100 years. And It says from Aztec shore to Arctic zone to Europe and far east, the flag is carried by our ships in times of war and peace, and never have we struck it yet. Despite. So <laughs> the mast of the ship is blocking the words, and I don't know the words Semper Paratus. <laughs> so I, I think it says we haven't. And never have we struck it yet in spite of f- something men's night? I don't know. And then it says Savannah, Georgia. Is that where Semper Paratus was written in Savannah, Georgia? I have no idea. The only time I hear Semper Paratus is when I call a small boat station they put me on hold and it plays like... And it just like drives me nuts. I hear it
1: like... Uh... And like change changing commands, and like shit like that. But
0: you you know what's funny about like the the like so if you're if if the marine marine corps ball just happened, and like if you go in there and like they start playing their song, and they're like you know, they all join in, and it's like fuck yeah we we're doing it yeah that's fucking moto bro. You know, they're like all about it for like from the shores of Montezuma or whatever their fucking thing is. And we we hear separate price are like, could you Yeah, could you turn that the fuck out? off? Can you turn <laughs> that the fuck off? I don't want anybody knowing I'm at the Coast Guard, please. Um So thank you guys for sending those coins in, we really appreciate it. And then um one of the not remember the guy we went we took uh fishing with us on the charter, that non rate? Yeah, yeah. He sending us some patches from his new unit. Oh, you know who else is sending us some way. patches? Who? Dirty Sturdy. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did message Matt. Dude, you know that motherfucker put me down as a reference for his fucking police job? Good. They they actually called me.
1: Yeah, I've been called for references on jobs, too.
0: Yeah, I I lied so hard. It was just like... <laughs> <laughs> um like I I I was I I gave like so they called me at work and I gave like the professional answers like no like leadership stepped up the plate even though he didn't want to for the good of the crew and always out there doing lines and you know forced into leadership positions he didn't want to and excelled at him and I talked to the guy for probably 20 minutes and uh he's like is there anything else like the guy was real cool he's like is there anything else you want to like tell me I was like honestly man he's good shit I'd let him watch my kids uh we drink beer together, he's a good fucking guy, and uh, you know, I'd follow him into a fight. He's like, That's that's a, one of the fairest assessments I've ever heard of somebody talking about their friends. I mean, all that's true he's though. Like, well Yeah. You know, like if like he didn't ask me like any direct questions that I knew the answer to. Like he's like, You ever seen him like get completely drunk and then sleep naked in a bed with another man in Veracruz, Mexico? And I was like I wouldn't be like, Well,
1: yeah Uh, maybe
0: (laughs) because i've seen that
1: like uh like so he didn't ask me any direct questions usually when people (laughs) let me know they put me down for a reference my first response is
0: do you want me to be honest
1: no no that's not it my first response is did you make some shit up that i need to cover for you for that so we need to get our story straight Mm.
0: for sure (laughs) for sure
1: um next sold some shirts yeah. Uh the The Realm of the Golden Dragon. I forgot what shirt it was. <laughs> but uh, we still I have sure to. wish I had one. Yeah, well yeah I have yours with all your other shit here that I need to mail you. Uh but yeah. but we still have a few left. I think we have five left in the store. But we're not getting new shirts until good. we sell out.
0: Yeah. Um did you wanna did we talk about the goddamn chief sticker story?
1: I don't think we did. So, uh, a friend of ours—you uh, guys know him as Racist Dan. He—he was—he's going through like CCTI, I guess, and uh, he hit me up and was like, "Hey, uh, I was charged with getting with putting a goddamn chief sticker on something. I forget what he said." But he, he had to, like, take the sticker and put it on something. And he was like, do you have any left? And I go, no, I don't. And he goes, can you get more? <laughs> and I go, I don't even own own the rights to that image. I don't even remember the company I went through to get it, because it was so long ago, you know. And and I go, let me, let me see what I can find. So, like, I dug through some fucking old-ass emails. And I found it, and I messaged the company, and I was like, hey, can I buy the rights to this image? And they were like, yeah, it costs this much. And it was like 20 bucks. It was like stupid cheap. I don't know why I didn't buy the rights to the image to begin with. Uh, But so I bought them, and I made them, and he got some when we relaunched them. But I messaged the... uh, I messaged It Chief himself, and was like, was this your fucking plan the whole time? Was to get me to buy more stickers? Because. And he was like, yeah. He was like, we sold out twice. <laughs> and he goes, I want a 3 pete and, and I go, how'd you know I'd help him? And he goes, honestly, I didn't think you would, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> and I literally typed, God is, damn it, chief. <laughs> God damn it, chief.
0: Uh, that's funny. Um, the other thing we recently sold out of two fucking times was the aviator stickers that you had made
1: yeah so we made some stickers to remember the aviator uh atc hoke harper and you know I, I wanted to make a sticker to remember him for one he was our friend and two he was on the show and he left an impact on us um and the first run, run we sold out in like less than an hour and, uh, all the proceeds are going to a charity for mental health. And then I had so many people DM me and were like upset that they missed out. And so I did a second run and we recently sold out of them as well. So, so far we have raised $257 and eight cents to donate to the charity.
0: That's good. I mean, that, that, it only cost cost us what like it doesn't cost us much to make a stickers dollars and some time, yeah. Um, but number one, it's a cool sticker. Number two, it's it's nice to be able to remember someone like that. So, um, hope you guys got your uh, got your aviator sticker because uh, I don't know how many are going to get made, but um, you said where people were buying them in like five and ten. Oh yeah, dude, like people, increments. Like some
1: people bought like ten at a time. Like, Hope's uh, brother bought ten at a time. I would have just given them to him. But he was like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm going to buy them. He's like, you, you're doing a good thing for a good cause. And I was like, okay.
0: Well, that's cool. Uh Next, um, again, to selfishly plug ourselves and how awesome we're doing, um, <laughs> our coffee. <laughs> our
1: coffee hit the fucking net, man. Yeah, it was about time, bro. We've been... We've been talking about this coffee for a long time I don't know how many months it's been it's been a long time and
0: we so we finally made it I really wasn't yeah so you you and what do we we just called him by his first name right yeah so you and Dan kind of came up with a blend yeah, yeah, yeah and uh um do you do you happen to have one with you a bag near you it's downstairs. Hold on, I'll go grab mine. It's closer than yours. Okay. Talk about how you, uh,
1: figure out your blend. So, uh, Miami and myself, we we really wanted this coffee for a long time, so we reached out to Oak and Iron to see if we could make it happen, and it, it did, uh, and we talked about what we wanted to name it, and, and why we wanted to name it that, and we thought it'd be really cool, so we named it the Smoke Pit Blend, uh... It's a medium-heavy roast, (laughs) Uh, which doesn't exist. We just did that to piss off some coffee snobs. Uh, But we named it the Smoke Pit Blend because that's where the podcast got its start, was in the Smoke Pit together with uh, Miami and myself. And I'm actually really proud of it. Uh, It tastes great. My wife loves it. And she's not really, like, one to go crazy over coffee, but she, she tried it with me the first morning that I... I opened
0: the package up, and she was like, "This exactly. is actually really good." Yeah, so Oak and Iron is one of our our best sponsors. Um, we work with we work really closely with Dan a lot, and um, I got the chance to hang out with Dan for a couple of days up in his uh, area. Um, the I like their packaging. It's it's a uh, I liked it. You know, we talked about before where you can uh, you know roll it down, reseal it, shit like that. Uh, I One of my favorite parts is they had to get a custom stamp made to label these bags. Uh, so it's our logo, Discarnold Sailor, Smoke Pit Blend. Uh, it's got the date on it. And I, I, I wonder if he will just, like, I want I want my own stamp. Like, can you get me a stamp? I want my own stamp.
1: It's not hard to get custom stamps made.
0: That's not, I, didn't, I didn't ask how hard it was. I said, can you get me a stamp? I mean, probably. Yeah, and then on the back, I'm going to read it as best as I can with my third grade education. Disgruntled Sailor... Nope, that's not right. (laughs) Disgruntled, unhappy, annoyed, and disappointed about something. The Disgruntled Sailor (laughs) podcast is definitely unhappy and annoyed with certain things in life as we all are. There are countless daily obstacles that are either out of our control or graciously gifted to us by our various unit command teams. However, if we can briefly shift your attention from these daily struggles... And make you laugh for even a few minutes. We did our job. Smoke pit, ble- smoke pit blend was created to provide a cup with great flavor and more than enough caffeine to power through your toughest duty days. My stamp is missing. There's a space between T O U and heft or est. Um,
1: that's
0: that's poor crawly control, Dan. Um, if you put our names on the bag, you bet your ass it will deliver. Start your day off like a true disgruntled sailor in the smoke pit. Disgruntled Sailor, Mr. Miami. State, hashtag, stay disgruntled. So, go to Oakeniron.com and, and, uh, so we, this was the top seller for three weeks. And then some dirty fucking rat blend took over for a little bit. So, go get some disgruntled sailor coffee.
1: Yeah, and make sure you guys leave a review on their website. They just got their reviews ready to go. So, if you've tried the coffee, whichever coffee it is, if you, whatever coffee you try from, them, leave a review. Especially for fucking ours, because I want the top seller back.
0: Yeah. For sure. And make sure you leave a review saying that the um, the rogue wave is named after me because it one hundred percent is no matter what Dan says. So go to fucking oak and iron. Um so we got some uh, upcoming episodes. Um our shipmate that was applying for the MSSE whatever they're fucking called, um, program where you get to go from E six to a warrant with uh, you know, little to no work. Uh, I don't know how hard it is. I don't even know what it is uh they're gonna come on and talk to us about the process and uh hopefully it can help you guys out with uh if you wanted to pro- do that um still trying to do a comedy commander episode whenever that's gonna happen uh you got probably got a better chance of me quit drinking than that episode happening but we'll see um uh, and then uh we also got another episode in the works where we're gonna have some uh Upstanding coasties, come on! They're uh, they're starting a thing to try to help some uh, coasties and coasties only. Uh, it's going to be really good. It's going to um, cent- it's going to be centralized around mental health and uh, outreach and stuff. So stay tuned for that. That episode is going to be a banger. Um, you ready to get into it? Yep. All right. What kind of beer are you drinking today?
1: Uh, Georgia beer,
0: tropical IPA. Tropical IPA. Um. Now that the winter winter is here, uh, I really want to get some cider and see what they're all about. I'm drinking the Oktoberfest right now because, like I said, that one is uh, close to me because, you know, I got to go up to Helen. So go to go to Georgia Beer Company, order some fucking beer, post that shit online, tag us and Georgia Beer. And, uh, you know, we'll probably share that because we're late. We don't uh, actually work. So all we do is spend time on our phones. So go get some Georgia Beer and uh, post a story, man. All right. So this episode, we so we talked about stations. Now we're gonna to get to the actual hard part of the Coast Guard, which is um, being on a cutter. Um, so these, I don't remember if I talked about a last episode because it was a month ago. But I had a non rate that uh is get that got pulled uh, from his program that he was in to go to a ship because they're shorter non rates. Came over to talk to me because I'm the um, I do certain things on at my job. That involved him and I was like, "Well, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have that?" He's like, "I didn't think of any of that." So this is pretty much what it's going to be. So those of you that are, I know we got a couple of people that are trying to get in that listen. Uh, I know there's some non-rates that are listening. Um, you know, even if you're like, even going to a sh- like, um, you know, I was on a two ten, then I was on a one ten. Which patrol boats are completely different. You pull one all the time. I went to my first, like, legit, you're going to be here for three years as an E6. And I was like, shit, what the fuck do I take? So I overpacked because uh, I'm an overpacker. Um, but we're going to pretty much go over some things that we recommend based on our experience that you're going to need to take. and Some things you don't need to fucking take. Um, first, so me and my son are getting ready to go hunting, right? And I'm letting him pack his own shit. And whenever I tell people what they need to bring, I was like, go through your daily routine. All right. You wake up, right? Your alarm goes off. How does your alarm go off? Well, I have my phone. Alright, you got a charger and a backup charger. Oh, I I didn't think I needed a backup charger. Okay, what do you do when your charger breaks? No one's gonna give you their fucking phone charger. You know? Um, then I brush my teeth and then I do this and I do that. Okay. Go through your fucking daily routine of what you do. And that's gonna that's gonna be your first baseline of what you need to do. So like, you know, first of all, two, I know I know a lot of fucking operators and tactical people say two is one one is none which it is cliche but i'm telling you i would rather overpack and take a day and a half to load my shit onto the ship and have everything i need for a fucking two-month patrol than be that guy that's at the fucking the ship store and be like do you have razors yeah like it's you like, yeah, don't want these, to uh, pink ladies
1: like the floors on ships are super nasty you don't want to like hit a roll and drop your fucking toothbrush on that dirty ass floor and <sighs> you that's that's what so you're gonna mad. use like you don't want to do that
0: yeah, so like, uh, I use an electric toothbrush. Um, I had like I took like three or four heads with me because whether I go through it or I I fuck it up or I drop it, I can get another one. Um, I always took at least at least two bodies of body wash, two um, bodies of your body job, wash. Like two bottles. Oh, okay, bottles.
1: Like you said, two, two bodies. Come on,
0: lube up. Your- Lube up your ear, pussy, dude. Here comes my brain, dick. All right. Bro, I'm on these janky, janky ass, ass fucking headphones. Okay, <laughs> doing the best yeah, I it's can. It's not my fault. You're a, you're a poor person. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, at least two bodies of body soap. So, like, depending on what your job is, like, whether you're like a dirtbag OS who sits in the AC all day. Um, like, I was on the bridge all the time without AC, going on the on the small boats without, you know, obviously without AC and shit like that. Sometimes I would take two, three showers a day. You know, that shit adds up. You know. Uh, make sure you take an like uh, an extra loofah or whatever it is you use to uh, clean the shit out of your ass crack. Uh, make sure you got two of those toothbrush. I took so much fucking deodorant and toothpaste. I think I took it. I think it takes me like six months to go through a tube of toothpaste, but I still took like two full tubes because I was just so worried about running out. Um, you know, razors. If you have contacts, a bo- two bottles of contact solution, a pair of backup glasses. You know, shit like that. Um, you know, at at least two towels, at least two towels. If you go to a ship with one towel, you're a fucking shitty person. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're a shitty person. Always have two towels. Um, you know, these are just hygiene things. The other thing is if you don't have shower shoes, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. All right. You need to have shower shoes and don't wear, don't be that guy. Because I've made this mistake where I didn't take flip flops and we're like going to like a beach and I wear my fucking my shower shoes to the beach and I blow them out. Then I'm fucking stuck being a weirdo for the rest of the patrol going into the shower with my without fucking flip flops on. Two pairs of shower shoes, right? Um, You know, shit like that. Make sure you got enough laundry detergent, man. Do laundry every single fucking second you can. If you're one of those people that doesn't do laundry, but like every other week, everyone in your birthing hates you. And I can guarantee that. They talk about you behind your back. They whisper about you on the mess deck. They're talking about you behind your back to everyone. Make sure you do your fucking laundry. Oh, um, well, that pretty much covers two of everything. Um, a lot of things, some things that like a lot of people don't think about is taking cash. I always take like a couple hundred dollars of cash with me uh, just because you don't, number one, you don't know if you're going to have access to ATMs. Um, And again, learning this the hard way, you know, I I bank with USA. Um, If you don't call them and go, hey, I'm going on a deployment. And then, you know, you live in, you know, Charleston, South Carolina, and you're there for three months. And then all of a sudden your card hits in the Bahamas. They're going to flag your card and cancel it. And then you're fucking stuck, right? So if you don't bank with a military bank, you probably should. Uh, A couple reasons, number one. They're, they're a little bit better with military. Number two, like USA, if you're deploying overseas like Bahrain, or you're gonna be gone for like six months for like a a big uh, e- like a you know an out of the hor- over the horizon patrol, or you're gonna do like a rim pack patrol, they'll actually pay to store your vehicle for you. Uh, you can call and be like, hey, I'm getting deployed in a month. I'd like to store my vehicle, and they provide those services for you. Um, so make sure you call your bank. And be like, hey, I'm going out of the country. Um, I'm gonna be in these places. Uh, please don't flag my card because if you run out of money, you know, your friends are probably not going to fit your fucking bar bill, you know, depending on the friends you have. Um,
1: You, uh, I don't know what's on <clears> your <throat> list because you didn't send it to me, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You don't need an entire fucking sea bag.
0: Like, are you talking about the official, like, yes, the official, official sea of bag? Yeah.
1: bag, you don't fucking need it.
0: Yeah, that's under my list of shit you don't need. All right. Take a pair of trops, you know. Um, take a pair of slacks, pair of low quarters, take take a cunt cap, take a fucking combo cover, that's it, man. Um You don't need a bow tie, you don't need a white glove, you don't need your trench coat, you don't need your fucking Eisenhower. You don't need your like you don't need your or... fucking PT gear. Unless that's just
1: what you want to use if you want nope. to work out or lounge in. But like you don't yeah, need
0: it. Don't, you, don't need an, yeah, you don't need an official seabag sea bag list, man. That's yeah. That's fucking garbage. You don't need that. Um, some things to think about if you're married, um, depending on how much you love your spouse, uh, a power of attorney, um, you know, whether you're like, I was underway when I was trying to buy the house that I'm in now and I fucked up and didn't do power of attorney. I did do a bunch of dumb shit. Um, only do a power of attorney if you trust your spouse, but when you do a power of attorney, you can do it for a certain length of time. So like if you're only gone for, you know, November, December, you can say, this expires on January first, and you can do so it for you specific up, you things too. It
1: doesn't
0: Correct. have to be like Correct. a blanket like you can do-
1: It can be like just for your house yeah. or just for your car.
0: Yeah, and if you're if you don't really trust your spouse, you know, you could have your you know your dad, your mom do it. You know, grandparents, whoever. You can make a power attorney who forever, um, you know, so they can authorize shit for you. Something to think about. Um, next, a good spit kit. Um, for those of you who don't know a spit kit is your bag that you know so you come down from watch you uh get down to your skivvies get your shower shoes on throw your towel over your shoulder you grab this bag and it's got everything for you to shit shower shave you know contacts yeah, you just, trim your beard like toilet fucking toiletry bag q-tips it's a toilet your toiletry bag and for the longest time i refused to get a nice one but i'm telling you if you get one that's a little bit bigger that like opens up like convertible on a car and then has a hook on the end you go in hang that motherfucker up you don't have to like because sink space is really really uh limited on ships get one that fucking hangs up and then you can hang it from the mirror or from the overhead pipe because or wire because they're fucking everywhere and then just hang your shit up yeah and it's usually out of the way for the longest time Um, like i had a
1: nice one but it it didn't open it opened up like uh like a hot dog bun like an accordion (laughs) yeah uh but and it was nice, but it it was too small for everything I needed to fucking carry. And then I finally upgraded to a fucking massive one that is way too big, but it it holds everything super comfortably. Like mine was, mine was the biggest one we fucking had in our birthing.
0: Oh, for sure, and it hung in there all the time. Yeah, and, it, and you never moved it. Yeah, it
1: stayed out of the way where nothing. It was behind everything, but I like that thing.
0: Yeah, get yourself a good spit kit. It's it, like if the ones they have at the exchange are like six, eight dollars. Trash. Just go on Amazon and spend tw- spend twenty dollars and just get a good one. You know, ninety percent of the shit they give you a boot camp, you can throw the fuck away because uh, nobody in the fleet fucking uses it. Um. Next, uh, so a lot some ships are super anal, some aren't. Um, every ship that I've been on didn't really give a shit about what linens you had. Um, but you know, in order to caress my chiseled physique, I, I really like certain sheets, and uh, I used a uh, a sleeping bag called Snug Pack. And the reason I like that was because when it was hot, I could still wear it or not wear it, but use it. But then when it was cold, it would like keep me warm. Um, you know, I had two pillows, um, and I had I had fucking three fans in my rack. Um, fans in your rack are like. The only thing that would make your rack better than having a fucking fan by your face is a naked woman. That's the only thing, right? Um, So I had special linens, and then I also went and got... I think it's a a queen-size mattress topper cut directly in half is the same size as a standard Coast Guard rack. Uh, Go to Walmart. I got a really good one. I think I spent like 50 bucks on it. Cut that bitch in half. Put that on top of my mattress, and then I put my... Uh, what's the smallest one? Is it twin? Is twin the smallest or single the smallest? Twin. Uh, and then I put my mattress over, and then they actually sell, um, mattress stays. Can you hear the dog snoring? No. Um, it's, it looks like a shirt stay, but instead of having, like, thing that goes around your foot and then clips your shirt, it's just a clip on either side. And then I, I had four of those, and I crossed them so that my sheet would never come off and kept my Tempur-Pedic, um... Mattress topper there. And uh, just, I've seen everything from Spongebob blankets to, I didn't, Birds Aren't Real have like a Pokemon blanket or something like that. Yeah, so like
1: like all of non-rate birthing had like Disney like (laughs) sheets on their bed. But like, I mean, I just had like your basic Walmart twin size sheets, Uh, but I I had like foam cut on mine too. I had four inches of foam because I'm fat and I need a lot, Uh, but. Yeah, I remember. uh, But they also, there's a company called Fleet Sheets. They are not a sponsor. But they make mm-hmm. sheets. Uh, They're not. Of, I bet you motherfuckers want to be. For yeah, for the uh, for the navy and for the coast guard and for any you know sea service uh, that are designed specifically to fit the same size mattresses we use, and they make them for you know like enlisted, the chiefs and officers. Yeah.
0: That's- I I almost bought them, but by the time I found them, I only had like eight months left. Yeah, my same. Four, I was like, ah. Like, uh, I mean, they're
1: a little they're pricey. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, not gonna do it. Yeah. So uh,
0: with like what you're saying with being a little pricey, so when you're when you're looking at shit when you're at the exchange or the commissary or you're at home, be like, eh, do I really want to spend twenty dollars on a spit kit? When you are in the middle of the ocean, hundreds of miles from land. And, like, you lay down, and, like, you're, you're you're hot or whatever, and your seats are itchy, or your spit kit doesn't hold right, or you got shitty shower shoes, you got to use migrant shoes. Spend a—treat your motherfucking self. Treat yourself.
1: Yeah, right? like, if you're going to be there um, an entire tour, like, splurge and get some nice shit.
0: Like, if you're waiting for MSTA school, splurge. Get the good shit, because you know you're going to be there a minute, you know? Uh, if you're going BM or one of the critical rates right now, um, you know, you might not want to do that, but I'm telling you, it's way better to have it and not need it than to need it and not fucking have it. I'm I'm telling you, man, like just spend the extra shit, the extra money and get the good shit. Are like, are blue, Um, are like
1: blue t-shirts and stuff on your list or no?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. So I sweat like R. Kelly at a Girl Scout meeting 24 seven, right? Like it's it's cold as fuck in my house, and I'm still sweating. Um, so I took I took like I had like 20 t-shirts. All right, um, I had certain t-shirts for certain things. Like, um, if I was doing boardings, I wore the um like wicking t-shirts so my n- nipples didn't chafe and my stomach didn't chafe. You know, if I knew I had like mid watch, I'd throw on like a shitty Walmart plain blue one that was only like a two dollars because I knew I was just gonna go up sweat for fucking four hours, and then come back down, and take that shit off, throw it in the dirty laundry. You know, so take some, take some extra shit with, take some extra t-shirts with you. The
1: same with socks and underwear. Yeah, you can never have um, enough of those. Socks, underwear, blue t-shirts, you never have enough. Like, yeah, your racks are like, divided the same way they're divided when you're in boot camp. They look, they look pretty much the same on the inside. I had an entire section, an entire section dedicated to nothing but blue t-shirts.
0: Yeah, because... You're like, oh, well, yeah, my my laundry bag's full, but I I can do laundry tomorrow, and I still got like three t shirts left. And then all of a sudden, here, hey, everybody, uh, sewage and laundry secured until further notice. And you're like, well,
1: fuck. One time when I was a non rate, water was secured on the ship for two weeks. Two fucking weeks. Mm -hmm. You'll be glad you have extra fucking underwear and extra shirts.
0: Remember when our ACA went out for a whole week and it was 100, 100 degrees in birthing? Yeah, I remember. I was going through shirts left and right. Left and right, man. Um, We already kind of covered this in a previous episode, but take some entertainment. Like, uh, you know, dominoes, cards, uh, laptop, hard drive, um, a PSP. If they, I don't even know if they still make those. Uh, Nintendo Switch, Game Boy, whatever. Take something that, like, you can take into your rack and kind of fucking escape for a minute. Um, it, it helps man. Um, also I really recommend getting yourself a fucking headlamp. Uh, because there there's no guarantee they're going to issue you one. And then you just got to share the fucking dirty bridge shared lamp or fucking flashlight that's up there. You're going to, if you're going to be out on boat deck or you're going to be making rounds, pretty much everybody should have a fucking headlamp on a ship.
1: Yeah. And get, get the um, ones that have like the multiple settings, not just the white light, but like a red correct. light or a green light or something like that in case it's dark in ship.
0: Yep. Having a headlamp is, it's a game changer. Just go get a fucking headlamp. And I'm telling you, don't cheap yourself on a headlamp. Don't cheat yourself on a headlamp. And then I also recommend getting one that takes common batteries. Yes. Like, I have a Surefire headlamp. I have the same one that Steven Steve Nella uses for MeatEater. Love it. It's super bright, super great. But it takes those really weird fucking, like, 6-volt midget batteries that are fucking hard to find. I like, like those them. CR123s so like I shot or whatever my... they are? Yeah, CR123s, I I, I, kick, I shot myself in the foot by getting a headlamp that has those. But um, I have another one. It's like uh, it's spelled P-T-Z-L or something like that. It takes like triple A's. You can usually find those in the EM shop. Uh, just get yourself a good headlamp. Make sure it rotates. You know make sure it's you got should white get two. and You uh, should red. get two
1: headlamps. One for your hard hat because you're probably going to be in a hard hat at some point that you can tie on there and leave on there. Yep. And one for your like, personal yep. use. Like if you're walking to the smoke pit at Correct. like 10 o'clock at night because you can't fucking see because it's dark as fuck out there.
0: I definitely recommend that. The other thing that I highly, highly recommend is getting yourself a pair of fucking boat shoes. All right, yeah, those are the ticket. Boat shoes are like, you know, if like your ship Bucan, if your you ship your allows them. Well, if your ship isn't run by a communist dictator, they should let you have Correct. them. Correct. Um, but uh, boat shoes are like uh, Sperry's, Um How do you? They're fucking old man loafers, but they're they're made for boot for boats like sailboats where like they're they're not abrasive, they don't scuff. And it's it's a nice change of pace for like Saturday, Sunday. You're on the mid watch or the eight to twelve watch or the four to eight watch in the morning, and instead of wearing your fucking boots to the bridge, you know, you can just throw on your, you know, your boat shoes and have a leisurely stroll up to the bridge and it's a little more comfortable for you. Invest in some fucking good boat shoes. Once your boat shoes are broken in, it's like wearing a slipper. It's literally like wearing a slipper. Um, so get yourself some fucking boat shoes. Um, we already kind of covered, covered the snacks, but you got to take some guilty pleasures with you. Um, snacks are a good one. Um, games are another yeah. one. There's going to be... Movies are a good one. There's going to be
1: times on the ship when they're serving food that you don't want to fucking eat. Like for me, it was Taco yep. Tuesday. I fucking hated Taco Tuesday. And I, 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 don't I even have going to hard... the mess
0: deck for Taco Tuesday. Yeah, for for quote barbecue and Mexican has completely ruined the ship has completely ruined my taste for either of those. I used to always be down for Mexican, always down for barbecue. Now when I'm like, oh, it's Taco Tuesday, and I was like, ugh, I don't. It's just I expect boiled fucking chicken till it's a pulp, and like it's white people taco night, you know, and it's yeah, it's gross. Um, I used to take, uh, I used to go to Costco and buy like the 36 pack, a cup of noodles, cup of noodles, by the way, when it's shitty out and there's nothing on the mess deck because everyone's pilfered already, getting some hot water and making a cup of chicken noodle soup that you can take back to your birthing and just drink some noodles and broth is a game changer. I am telling you when I get, when I, like, my stomach gets a little, I get a little yucky tummy. I go get some fucking, uh, cup of noodles and I make chicken noodle soup, and it, it changes my whole outlook, man. Get some cup of noodles. Find the fucking space. There's there's all kinds of space, space spaces to hide stuff on a ship. Fucking get some cup of noodles. Highly recommend it. Um, next, I I also recommend getting like a a plain blue hoodie. Uh, if you're reporting to the unit, uh, every ship I've been on, hoodies have been authorized underway when you're not doing like not doing machinery rounds or not on the boat deck or you know wherever you know a lot of ships make their own unit hoodies um, but if you're going there for the first time just take go to Walmart and just get a plain blue champion hoodie you know not with it doesn't they are like a hanes hoodie um they're just plain blue and then you can you, you'll be able to like hang out in berthing and hopefully the AC's working and then you can you know chill out in a fucking hoodie or you can get yourself a fucking bathrobe like I did which you know, I still I recommend. I still
1: have a bathrobe.
0: Oh, I, I wear mine all the fucking time. Just walking around my house, free balling. Nobody knows. I still roll on. think fucking it's great.
1: ridiculous that we did that and like for so long. I until you went I can't it. believe that
0: I, I ruined barely it. ruined it. It was an accident. <laughs> I said sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't wear a fucking bathrobe to, to combat to an, for an ops intel program. yeah to an official meeting <laughs> hey to be fair there was like two other people in civvies EO was in civvies fucking MPA was in civvies not in a bathrobe I didn't know you couldn't look like I told the captain the ship is my bi- place of business but it's also my home okay so like it's all routine get off my dick I'm not sorry I, I'd i fucking do it again if I had the opportunity Uh, but just think about, uh, that's pretty much all I have for my list. Um, just think about what you're going to need, like through day to day, just take four or five days and just write down everything you touch, everything you interact with things that, you know, it's like a vice for you or things that like calm you down or things that like take your mind away from work and just write those things down for three or four days. And those are going to be the things you want to do. Like, um, if you're a non-rate or you're, or you're a seaman, find yourself some fucking rain gear, and I mean rain gear like top and bottom rain gear, because they're not gonna issue you any. And if you don't have any, you just enjoy getting fucked. And also, take two pairs of boots if you can, because one's if you're especially if you're decky, one of them's gonna get covered in paint, and then you're gonna need another one for like watch and do another shit. And you know, I always had at least two pairs of boots. Sometimes I mean, I mean you know I had what, I had, what like three lockers that I had uh i mean um you didn't have three
1: i mean you. Had two, yeah, i
0: did have my locker you had two you had two had you had locker. two that
1: were like your your yours yours and then we all had like that shared snack locker
0: no i had mine my own snack locker and then i had my gear
1: locker oh jesus remember <laughs> oh yeah i remember because you would always get so th- mad when yeah. we get like a shipwriter, and you had to like figure out what to mm-hmm. do with all your shit
0: yeah, uh, but like, so you go out and it's it's raining, your boots are going to fill with water, and then like, hey, uh, because of the way the ships are set up, uh, I know you just sat in the rain for 12 hours waiting for an SNO, um, but I need you to come to watch. But like, well, my, my boots are full of water, and they go, we don't fucking care. And if you don't have boat shoes or another pair of boots to back up, you are fucked
1: uh, all the way. Something else that we didn't talk about that you don't really bring with you on the ship, but it's a good idea to do. Uh, it's set your bills up for auto pay because Mm. if you're like, some people are still old school and don't like auto pay, but like when you're in the middle of the ocean, like you're not going to get on the internet and pay your bills. Like that ain't going to happen. So like also
0: medication.
1: Yes. Make sure you have. Yeah. And like, if you're on some like regular meds all the time that you take daily, like make sure you got enough for your, your patrol. Mm -hmm.
0: I actually had to go to medical and go. I need, I, I need a, I need a ninety day supply. And they go, I, they don't come in ninety day supply. I go, I'm leaving for seventy five days. I need a, I need a ninety day. They're like, all right, well, we're gonna need to see some proof of that. I had to go to the XO and be like, can you write this and write this down for medical so that they can prove that like, like it's for it's for heartburn medication and AFib medication. I'm not out here fucking, you know, doing opiates and shit. I just I don't want to have heartburn underway and I I can't get refills at the mail buoy. I'm sorry. But anyway, all right, you got anything else that any uh, advice you would want to give to a prospective
1: cutter person? Uh, No, I mean, I think we covered like the basics of it. W- once you're there for a little bit, you'll figure um, out what you really need and what you don't need. But that's, that's the gist of what you you should probably bring. You know what I should
0: have looked, should have like researched. Or, like not research, but like InfoSeek is like. Feminine hygiene products.
1: Oh yeah, because we didn't talk about that.
0: But I, I mean, yeah, because like, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't, like you uh, know, use them. Like I mean, as a woman, right? Like you know, yeah. like how long you know how shark
0: week goes? Yeah, for you. like you
1: know, you know, like the estimated amount of time it takes roughly for that to start to finish. You know all that shit. Make sure you got enough.
0: Yeah, just that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, I'm going to go make toilet real quick before the next segment. Okay. All right, one last thing that I also forgot that I wanted to make sure I said. So this is going to sound weird. Well, it depends on who you are. Um, I think there's nothing more important than a clean asshole, okay? Um, so I highly recommend taking some sort of baby wipes or flushable wipes and I'm not saying flushable wipes cuz I'm I'm saying you should flush them down the fucking toilet. But toilet paper on a ship, they call it what do they call it? Uh John Wayne toilet paper. Yep. It's rough, it's tough, it don't take shit off nobody. Um it doesn't matter how many times you wipe. I I personally feel like it doesn't clean my asshole good enough. So I would use a wet wipe or whatever and then I would just throw it in the trash. Make sure it wasn't on top. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm only using wet wipes to wipe the shit off my ass and there's shit covered things in the toilet in the uh, you know, trash. But you get swamp ass, and I'm telling you, wet wipes are the fucking ticket to make sure you have a nice, clean, pristine asshole for all Coast Guard operations. Yeah. Whatever you
1: do, please do not flush them down the ship's sewage system. Correct. Because you're gonna be the one uh, when they find that fucking clog and they figure out it's you because it ain't hard. You're going to be the one down there digging through everybody else's shit getting all those wipes out.
0: Yeah. Because they they can I mean, DCs are a weird bunch. They can kind of tell where that fucking weird shit's coming from and who's flushing it. So just so you know. All right. This episode's um history tidbit is the Coast Guard cutter Joseph Napier Pretty sure I'm saying that right. N A P I E R, Napier. Napier. Uh, Joseph Napier, uh, he was a station keeper for the United States Life Saving Service. Uh, he founded, like, started the life saving station, St. Joseph, Michigan, in 1876. That was fucking a minute ago. Um, could you imagine being like calling the life saving service and be like, hey, so I was thinking, I got a great location. Uh, let's put a life-saving service, life-saving station here, and then I'll run it, and then you pay me. And they're like, that sounds fucking dope, dude. Go ahead. Right? Uh, he operated the station for a long time. Uh, he was credited with a, a ton of dangerous and heroic rescues. Uh, prior to joining life-saving service, uh, he was a, he was Chicago's harbor master, So, like, a, a big to-do, uh, and a ship's captain. Uh, while he was in Chicago in 1854, uh, he led the rescue of a wrecked schooner, uh, Where he was awarded an inscribed gold watch, which I assume in 1854, before they invented, like, you know, the ability to read, uh, a gold watch was pretty important. Um, Duties as a station keeper included recruiting, training boat crew, local volunteers, uh, vessels at risk. Uh, He was in charge of leading the boats out, um, leading his boat crew out to stricken vessels to rescue, uh, to conduct rescues. The station keeper and his crew were expected to try to rescue Mariners even like uh even if Met the Gale Force winds. So like this was back in the day of you have to go out, you don't have to come back. You know, these motherfuckers are in rowboats, right? Um they kept the rescue boat on a wagon um in a special boathouse. So like uh before the hurricane took um the station away in Galveston, the station the station actually still had the railroad tracks going from the boathouse into the fucking water in Galveston Bay where like they used to launch that shit like they would all hop in and they were like all right ready team and they go go and they would and then splash into the water like that was like that was like cutting edge technology back then um so um they would take their uh, during the rescue they would um tow the wagon to the uh, to the nearest safe place to launch so like they would just drag this motherfucking boat down on this like wheelbarrow apparatus and be like, that place looks dope. And they'd throw that shit in the water. Um, one of his notable rescues was, um, the, there was a, a schooner that, uh, was all fucked up and they went out three times. Another third time they went out. So they went out, rescues people came back in, went out, rescues people came back in on the third one. He was thrown over and they, he like smashed his leg. It was like a compound fracture. Um, and even though he had a, a, a compound fracture to his leg, um, he was able to command the boat safely back to shore and rescue. I think it was like eight people uh, that one trip. So dude was a Coast Guard boss for sure. That's wild. Um, Yeah. But anyway, um, you ready to get in some fucking last calls, bro? Yeah. So I finally, got, I finally got a new subordinate at work, right? You did? And we're swapping. Yeah, I finally got one. And we're swapping fucking stories. And this dude hits me with a fucking banger, right? So we, we were talking about, I think we were talking about Key West. And this was the first and only time his cutter was going to Key West. And he had duty the first night. So he's like, hey, the second night, I'm going all out. Like, I'm going all out. I don't give a fuck what's going on and this other they were both non-rates and he's like hey I'm going balls to the wall I need I need a wingman he's like got you so they go out they get fucking hammered they get blackout drunk like blackout drunk right and the whole night happens right whatever they whatever happens happens they get back to the ship uh they're getting ready to get underway and they pipe, um, you know, Liberty Expires, you know, Reveille, all that shit. And they're up at, up for where the non-rates sleep. And my subordinate wakes up. He, he gets out of his rack, wakes his shipmate up. His shipmate, roll. He, he's got his back to the fucking P-Way, rolls over, opens his curtain. And there on his face is the Mike Tyson tattoo. No. But it's a henna tattoo. It's a henna tattoo. Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) So he's got this fucking henna tattoo of Mike Tyson's tattoo, right? And the guy that works for me is like, dude, what's on your fucking face? And they they get to talking and like, you know how like when you tell like drunk stories to each other, you kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did do that. Yeah. Turns out the guy that works for me actually paid for that fucking tattoo. He, he goes into the head, and he's scrubbing and, scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing, and this fucking thing is not coming off, right? <laughs> so, it's just not coming out, like, at all. I mean, it's a fucking head of tattoo. And I guess they're just like, uh, they're like, now there's a navigation brief being held on the bridge. And a nav brief is where everyone gets together, and they talk about, here's how I'm going to maneuver the ship. We're going to pass this buoy, and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. This non-rate walks up onto the bridge and just fucking owned it, right? And the captain is like, starts talking. And the captain looks over and goes, what the fuck is on your face? And he kind of just looks at him and he goes, I made some poor choices, sir. He goes, I can fucking see that. He's like, you will scrub that three to four times a day until that comes off your fucking face. Uh, And I guess like... Uh, I think they were underway for like a week and a half, two weeks before their next like stop, and by the, like scrubbing it three to four times a day, it finally like receded enough where it wasn't like like I was like, hey, go check out John; he's got a fucking tattoo on his face. He'd be like, oh, I can see it. It finally faded enough to where like it wasn't as noticeable. He's like, if that, I luckily the captain, I guess, was cool. It was an FRC, so it was a it was LT, and luckily the captain was cool enough to be like, look, man, I I was prior enlisted, I was a non rate, I get it. Like, but you need to start making some better fucking decisions. Yeah, like, like, what if that had been a real tattoo?
1: Yeah, or, like, why, Like, I feel like if that would have happened to us, right, we would have hit up one of, like, the female officers and be like, yo, can I borrow your makeup for a few weeks <laughs> <laughs> so I can cover this yeah, shit up? No
0: shit, man. But, like, it's, it's just so – that's such a non-rate fucking Key West story. Like, I love Key West stories because every Key West story is exactly the same while being – Completely different from everybody's fucking Key West story at the same time. Yeah. Like, I, I could literally see me and Dirty Sturdy like, Sturdy, I'll pay for you to get his fucking Mike Tyson head tattoo on your face. He's like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. And then he does it, and then I have to explain how the fuck it's on there. You know, totally fucking see that. Um, Next. um, Did you know your butt can generate all three states of matter?
1: Okay, explain it. Liquid, gas, and solids. Okay. I thought that's where you are going, but with you, you never really know. So.
0: (laughs) All right. My next one. I'm about to ruin your fucking year. All right. Um. I know you like this one, and I'm about to ruin it for you. So I hope you're fucking ready. Okay. All right. So. In the movie Tombstone. Um. What does Doc Holliday say when he asks when he asks? Um, fuck, what's his name? When they're about to go in the gunfight at the OK Corral?
1: Yeah, he says, "I'll be your huckleberry."
0: Did you just ruin my whole fucking
1: thing? Well, I knew that's what he said, so you're fucking welcome. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> you could not just let me go with that.
0: You fucking piece of shit. Like, you have, like, I'll be your Huckleberry patch and everything. I know. That's why I thought I fucking had you. So, uh, in the early 1800s, the handle of a casket was called a Huckle, and the person that carried that was a bearer. So, what Doc Holliday actually said was, I'll be your huckle bearer," not I'll be your Huckleberry, which was later turned into Paul Bearer. So, all of these, like, gun guys and shit that have all these I'll be your Huckleberry shit, it's actually 100% wrong. It's. Huckle bearer. So you piece of shit. You couldn't just let me have that mm-hmm. one. Is that your
1: last one? No. Okay. Well I have I have two. You
0: fucking piece of shit. Well do yours, cause mine's okay semi serious So like when
1: you're when you're after you poop and you're wiping your butt, right? Like, how do you know when to stop?
0: Is this about blind people wiping their butt?
1: Yeah. How do they fucking know? If they can't yeah, so see what
0: uh so when they think they're done, they take it and they lick it to see if there's anything on there. A yeah. um, yeah, blind person told me that. Uh, Actually, most blind people use it a day.
1: Yeah, I, I I saw that the other day. It was like, how do blind people know when to stop wiping after they poop? And I was like, how do they know? Um, mm-hmm.
0: like, why is there Braille on it on a drive-through ATM?
1: My yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah uh, my Fuck blind people. my other one is. <laughs> Baloney is just hot dog pancakes.
0: I said that one before. Did you? Thousand percent. Damn. Okay. Because remember, I was talking to you about how in uh, hot dogs were invented were in eighteen seventy six when uh, General Hot Dog dropped a batch of his prig- prized pig butt holes into his dick shaping machine.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it was a whole thing. It, I laughed for a while. Um, so. C.C.T.I. season is going around. People are catching it. And uh, there's a lot of words being, a lot of words and a lot of statements um, at all hands that they've been making, being made at, you know, different chief events they've been being made about leadership and we're a team and family and every chief is a leader and you know, there's no rank in the chief's mess. We're all chiefs and every chief is there to help you. And if you are doing CCTI and you're doing the whatever the words of encouragement or words of fucking advice or whatever fuck it's called, I don't care what it is, um, or you're doing rites of passage or whatever you're doing and you're regurgitating this spoon fed information about being a leader and being a fucking chief and, you know, doing all this shit. If you're going to do it and you're going to do the CCTI and again, haven't been through it and you're going to do all this shit and you're going to spout all this shit off at me, i expect you to uphold it. All right? If you want me to treat you like an initiated chief, you want me to call you chief, you want me to respect you as a chief, i expect you to toe the line at least for a fucking couple years, you know, cuz i i'm sick of seeing these chiefs the well, first of all, i'm 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 tired of seeing these E6s as soon as they're above the cut, they just start acting like a chief. And i think what the breakdown is they're acting what they think they want a chief to be and they're not being a chief. All right? Um, We right? I've talked about it a couple times about my feeling on chiefs and, you know, I've had really, really, really outstanding chiefs. I have some of, some of my best friends are chiefs, but I know a lot more shitty chiefs than I know fucking good chiefs. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to spew all this CCTI shit in my face and you're going to make me go to these lunches and you're going to make me listen to your fucking bullshit at all hands, I expect you to toe the line because as soon as especially these new chiefs, when you're saying all this shit and then I come to you with something that I think a chief should be handling and you give me a cold shoulder or you give me a bunch of shit or you're a fucking asshole, immediately I've lost all faith in you as a chief. So if you're a new chief and you want to fucking be the change that you want to see and you want to prove me wrong, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to say right now, pretty much 90% of chiefs right now in the Coast Guard are fucking bullshit and I don't trust any of them. If you want to be one of the few chiefs that I actually trust, respect, if you want to prove me wrong and show me that there's actually good chiefs out there that actually want to change the Coast Guard, um, please prove me wrong. Speaking of that, I'm going to... Since since we haven't talked in a while, I'm going to toot Jimothy's horn again because there's no shame in it. Hold on, let me find his fucking thing. So... What the fuck? Um... So apparently, you know, we've talked about him before. He, he's a really 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 young chief, uh, especially for his rate. Um and he went to CPOA. And he said his the next closest person to him in time in was 15 years. Like 15 years away from where he was. Oh, right, with okay. time in. Right? Yeah. And he so he was actually awarded it's called the Spirit of the Chief Award. Which, um, it says, while attending the Chiefs Petty Officer Academy, you demonstrated leadership qualities well beyond those normally observed by our staff and have earned the CPOA CAD Spirit of the Chief Award. This award is voted on solely by members of the class for exemplifying the Coast Guard's core values of honor, respect, devotion to duty, and modeling what it is to be considered, quote, the, the Chief's Chief. You left a legacy of leadership. And falling with class, blah 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 in the leadership development center. Congratulations, job well done. So there are people that are still um trying to make the Coast Guard better and trying to be good Chiefs. And you know, every time I bitch to him about fucking Chiefs and fucking this and fucking that, he's like, No, 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 nope, you're wrong. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that guy. Um, you know, it, it gives me a little bit of hope to hopefully see Chiefs where I had them. In the good days, you know. So, if you're if you're gonna talk about it, fucking be about it. I ex- I expect it, and you know, I I'm waiting to be let down. So, rant over.
1: Thank God. Fuck
0: you. <laughs>
1: uh, are we gonna do the thing now? All right, that's it, right? No, we got one more thing that's to it? do. One more. Oh yeah, we have
0: that fucking that thing to yeah.
1: do. So a listener reached out to us. Okay. To do a fuck. Are you going to at least say like their first yeah, name I so w- they know I it's will, them? I I will. Reached out okay, to us. Okay. Okay. I don't want to interrupt. To do a gender reveal of all fucking things. Okay? Woo! <laughs> so, we're fucking doing it.
0: So, ah, it's a it's a girl, <laughs> but it has a penis. <laughs> A family Guy quote. That wasn't a transgender thing. Uh, I wasn't being offensive. That's a Family Guy quote. Look it up. So,
1: Spencer, your wife Hannah reached out to us. You guys are expecting your first child. Congratulations. Okay.
0: Pause for drum roll.
1: You're having a girl. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Congrats. Seriously, uh, I I never thought we would be doing gender reveals on this show, but it's it's pretty cool, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I wish I had confetti to, like... Yeah, uh, I
1: know, right? Like, you know what? Like... I'm gonna send them a swag pack.
0: Hell yeah. You know what they say about having a girl, right? What? You got a boy, you only got to worry about one penis. You have a girl, you got to worry about all the penises. <laughs>
1: So, Spencer and Hannah, uh, congratulations when you guys hear this. Uh, uh, hit me up in the DMs and give me your address, and we'll send you a merch pack.
0: Congratulations. This is our first, right? Yeah, first kid. Uh, the first one's a fucking doozy. Wait till you see that first uh, all-black poop that they don't tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy motherfucker.
1: All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right, peace. Later.